I'm Josh Cooperman. This is Convo by Design. With a journey today, south of the border, Mexico City, to be exact, to speak with Sten studio founder, Jose Miguel Schneider. We're talking about stone, sculpture, lighting, art, and so much more. From a family quarry to original works of art using beautiful gifts, painstakingly unwrapped from their multi-million year formation process that is both a big responsibility and an unparalleled opportunity to create something truly unique. Using the minerals and materials unearthed using select manufacturing techniques, Juan Miguel crafts some incredible works, but not alone. This is a conversation too about collaboration and teamwork. It dawned on me while writing the preamble for this episode that a consistent and constant theme that is present in every one of the 400 plus previous conversations and from each of the 800 plus creatives I've spoken with over the past 10 years, there is a state of wonder, I feel. I I was having a conversation recently with the CEO of a rather large company. We were just chatting about life in general, and I realized something. My friend's creative pilot light, if you will, had had gone out. As we delved deeper, it became evident that there was no joy in what he did, only obligation. The need to keep things going forward, sales, R&D, stock price, no bad press, no scandals, burnout will surely follow. At some point, he knows this. The goal for him is to hang on as long as possible, get as close as he can to the day when he can eventually cut the cord and let go, letting go. That's an interesting idea, isn't it? Think about that for just a moment. Just keeping all the balls in the air versus living each breath in a state of awe and wonder. Nobody I know has reached that level of awareness. Some are far closer than I, but the goal is to eventually get there. Why so philosophical today? Not sure, but I think it has to do with this conversation and the the idea of walking through a yard of newly unearthed minerals, geodes, all of different shapes, materials, knowing that I would have the opportunity to craft them into something completely unique. Art. Isn't that what life really is all about? Taking the unknown, opportunity, discovery, and crafting it into something you can be proud of. Whether it's a sculpture or a lamp, a student, a student athlete, it's all, it's all part of the same idea. A structure, interior design, it's all part of the same idea, and we're going to explore that a little bit today, right after this. I am so incredibly proud of my partnership with Thermosol. They have been presenting partners of Convo by Design for three years now, and there is a certain amount of pride that comes from saying that the show is presented by the company that is the best in the world at what they do. I think Thermosol makes the greatest steam shower generators in the world for a few reasons. They were first to do it here in the United States, dating back to 1958. They operate a world-class factory here in the U.S. in Round Rock, Texas, where they have an engineering team that designs, tests, and continually refines the product. They test every single steam generator before it leaves the factory. Who else does that? 
nobody. I have had the pleasure of working with some world-class designers and architects who tell me, and I, I think you know this, that the idea of luxury has changed, especially when clients want a spa-like bathroom. Steam is mandatory, or it's just not luxury. And if you want to add steam, you have one true option, the best in the biz, and that's Thermosol. Mitch Altman, third-generation CEO of this family-owned business, continues to innovate with Smart Shower, a technological marvel, aromatherapy, chromotherapy, and so many options. And it's easy to size and simple to configure. Check out all the available options at thermosol.com because a bathroom isn't truly luxury without steam, and there is really only one option if you want the best. It's Thermosol. I love a good origin story. Tell me the story. So first of all, you're in Mexico City right now? Yeah, correct. The, we, are, we, are, we are based in Mexico City. Um, I initiated the studio three years ago in 2019. Uh, it was born by an accident, uh, as you wanted to hear the story, um, because I don't have a, uh, well, back at that time, I, I didn't have any background in, in design or, or, or furniture design at all. And um, uh, first, I was working with my family. They have like this business of uh, crystals and fossils here in Mexico. And um, after three years working with them, I kind of were implying to make like a more ambitious project, focusing in like more high-end products, uh, focusing in like the quality of the stones and in, in, in the business they have, uh, well, they have, um, they focus more in like volume and general public um, uh, stuff rather than the specialized and very fine quality and uh, rareness and uniqueness that the world of this uh, the world of the stones have to offer. So um, when when I left the, the company, I was like, well, what should I do? I really like this, but I don't know what to do. I, I don't know also uh, how to draw. Uh, like, to be honest, like I, I had all these limitations in my, in my head saying like, uh, I was not able to do it. So, um, but, but I wanted to do it. So I thought, that the best outcome, the best result could be like collaborating with other people from Mexico City, other other designers, like me bringing the materials that I'm very specialized and that I, ber- uh, I know very well, and then start creating like um, our pieces. So that's what happened. And uh, it was very nice. The outcome of the first collection, uh, uh, aesthetically and the concept that we developed it was very nice, but I was not happy with the with, with, with the production. And I started like uh, doing lots of research of how our quality could increase and how it could be a better product. And I started I started to be involved more in in production. And then uh, after that, I started. Uh, I started to questioning myself why why shouldn't shouldn't I like draw or like imagine what I wanted to like uh, expressing furniture, and that's how uh, I uh, with with little less uh, skills in drawing, I started to like try uh, to draw some so, some sketches. Um, 
I went to uh, I went with an industrial designer to to uh, to land my ideas, and then uh, it, this is how it, it all started. And the studio, so um, the first collection, uh, I did it for Sonamaco Design, which is like uh, the the art and the design for for Mexico City. So also that first experience was like kind of uh, uh, not a re revelation, but it, it was an intense experience because uh, I arrived and I had the background of the stones and the art and how uh, a booth of an art for of an antiques uh, show it should be, but not like design. So I arrived and I, I, I put the furniture very clean, very white, and suddenly I started uh, I started seeing like all these amazing productions of all these amazing Mexican Mexican designers, and I was like, okay, damn, like, like this is not the way it has to be done. But I learned, and um, it, it was very nice because uh, in that moment uh, I did uh, I did many good good sales, and uh, uh, I produce I produce a piece and sent it to an architect, and they put it in a project. So to be honest, I I never had the chance also to start building the brand or start building the studio like photographing or like creating the web page or social media. I was just like producing and selling, producing and selling, but that's, that was not like the smartest plan. I mean, um, and then uh, the next year on 2020, uh, the second collection was developed. That one, um, uh, I, I, I designed it. I presented in Sonamaco as well. But then uh, the feedback was very good. But then the pandemic, the pandemic arrived and everything stopped. But for me, it was a very good moment because I could focus in like making photographs, like building the brand, like start start existing in the world. So um, to be very honest, the pandemic was very good uh, for me. Um, then uh, at the end of 2020, I decided to start um, applying for design competitions. That's where uh, I designed a, I designed a very nice land. I'm gonna send you pictures of of everything. Um, and uh, to be honest, uh, that lamp ex exceeded my expectations when I saw it like uh, in person. I I automatically started like applying in all these design competitions because I was like, okay, this is. This is good. Like I, I really think this can like uh, meet the standards for like uh, winning a competition or like just to be among like uh, very creative and talented people. And um, and uh, the, there's this competition called Lamp, which is partner with uh, Design Milk, uh, this team platform. And the Lamp won the professional category um, in the in the People's Choice Award for the competition. So it was very nice, but then I didn't have like a, an office or a space to work. I was just working by myself, doing everything myself. Um, and then uh, I decided that it was time to like, okay, let's get, let's get an office, let's hire someone and, and let's make the move to start like 
growing or or other way other ways to start like showing uh showing the work of the studio and then 2021 um uh is when for the first time i traveled to new york to present our pieces in wanted design with um with a small uh with a small um booth uh, which was a very nice experience. Uh, I started to meeting like uh, all these uh, people from the uh, this interior design industry in New York that, that were giving good feedback, uh, uh, and um, that was good. And so the mother was like, "Okay, we we need to keep moving. We need to move forward. We need to move to the more and." Like, uh, what, what, what can we do to like uh, uh, generate the impact? Like, uh, um, uh, so I haven't said, but the essence of the studio is like uh, using like all of these rocks and materials that have not been explore, explored that much in the in the in the design field. Um, so I I I I, I think that's uh, a lot of our value preposition because we are introducing new materials that feel new and fresh and they're rare and they're like unique and uh, and, and the colors and what nature have to offer is like so wide and so amazing but that that then we have like an amazing let's call it like canvas to like start like uh, applying like all this knowledge in the rocks and minerals to evolve them uh, evolve them and transform them into like beautiful pieces so let me ask you a question what is it about the stones what is it about the minerals what is it about and i get that your introduction was through your family but it feels to me and it seems from your story that your connection to interior design, you know, trying to figure out your way, trying to figure out what you wanted to do, trying to figure out who you are as, as a creative, you got there through geology, you got there through your family's stones and mineral business, but the introduction can only take you so far, right? So I, I'm curious, when you, made, when you make the choice that that's what you want your medium to be, how do you decide what you want to create out of that? Um, well, first, I needed to understand fully the materials to 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 see what were like the the limitations that the materials can have. For example, there are some minerals that you can only like get in like small sizes rather than big sizes to produce like uh, uh, big pieces. So first was understanding like, okay, um, uh, this is the material we want to use and how can we uh, transform it? And then it's when the ideas start to flow uh, in, the, in different ways of how could we could apply uh, like these minerals, for example, they're like, uh, like obsidian that you get like very big rocks and you can slab it and then like you have like the beautiful uh, uh, center uh, coffee tables or for example there are quartz that you can have like uh, not a huge not, not a huge rock I mean you can but like in terms of quality it's gonna be like super milky and not very transparent so 
for me, I also like to focus in like the, the purest version of the stone. So I, I, I like to focus lots in, uh, uh, in the quality, for example, uh, in this one right here, let me show you a little bit. Uh, so this is an installation we are installing right now in the studio uh, that uh, it's um, a wall piece um, made of uh, different, uh, different minerals. For example, this is black opal, this is um, Tiger, Tiger Jasper, we have amethyst, blue agate, for example, the, this little rock that it has like the, like the little drus inside the sphere. Like I couldn't get this mineral like in a very big size. So it was like, okay, we have like this medium, we have like these, uh, these materials, but then how, uh, how we could use it. So, so that's when like, uh, um, like, like we start like developing ideas and right now uh, in the studio is very nice because um, we are a group of four very creative people um, which uh, um, uh, all the time are producing very nice ideas. So uh, the, the conversation is really nice to be here because uh, uh, always it's like for some project or other, even if it's, um, even if it's like furniture or other kind of product or design, like we're always like, like thinking, thinking, thinking new ways. Let's see, let, uh, uh, like uh, um, we also like to like combine and mix materials to like enhance like the color of one by using like, for example, um, lava stone um, mixed with uh, red onyx and then the contrast, the contrast in the colors is like so intense that then you have like a very statement piece which is like beautiful and it's nice and it's different and it's unique so it's like I don't know it's it's like understanding the materials first and then like we we start having conversations about what we can create with regard to starting the business and I, I get starting the studio, you know, it's, it's fun for me to talk to creatives like you because you started with something where you've got a known material because, you know, your family works with it, your family has access to it, but it's not just having access to or knowing a material, it's what you do with it, right? That's what makes it so interesting. So you decide to start this, this studio, the pandemic hits. And by the way, it's really interesting to me. You're not the first person that I've spoken to who has said the pandemic wasn't a terrible thing for me. I think that, you know, when we look back on this time, these two and a half, three years will have provided that downtime that now life has gotten so completely complicated again, but it provided that downtime for people's brains to catch up with their activities. Um, it's funny because I talked to my kids, my kids did not have the same experience that I did, but it wasn't that it wasn't bad for me. Like as a, as a, as a writer, as a journalist, I got to explore new ideas. I got to do new things. I got to talk to new people in far off places. Whereas maybe in, in the past, I was just so focused locally and where I was. How has that affected you as a creative? How has that affected the studio? I imagine that, you know, with the lamp and with the submissions for, for, for competitions, 
but that's the art artistic side. That's the creative side of the studio. What is, what has it done for the business side? What's what, what does the business side look, look like for you? Well, uh, in the pandemic, of course, everything, everything stopped. Um, but um, uh, as you were saying, also for start building the brand, like uh, that time gave me the, the foundation to really establish the studio and start like being able to create the identity and the, create the content. So then we could like start selling and start like um, la, 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 like working more and more in the in the sales. To be honest, it's until until now that the studio is sustainable. But but it's by itself, I have. I have other projects that thanks God are very successful and that those projects have been like funding the studio, but right, but, but, but right now uh, it's getting like, um, uh, right now it's getting like rolling and we get, uh, we're getting more projects and uh, like our, 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 our pieces, our pieces are, are are getting very good feedback. Are going to very nice houses in the states. Like right now, like we just sent like an installation for a Nuspen house. Um, uh, we're sending one to New York. Like uh, uh, there is an institute in in New York also that bought many of the pieces. So right now, to be honest, like um, uh, it's very sustainable for, uh, right now. We also like, for example, we are not limited in like thinking that uh, um, that I want I want uh, um, uh, I, I want just the pieces to be sold. For example, we are working with this very nice uh, perfume brand, and we are developing their caps made of stones this is like a custom project but like it's it's very nice because like we are also contributing in making like someone else's like i don't want to say dream but like project to be like uh, tangible so so i think that's uh, that, 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 that that's very nice and it, it has a lot of value so right now i could say that the studio rather than focusing just in our pieces, we are like uh, opening our scope to make it work better as a business as well and make it more efficient. You're listening to my conversation with Juan Miguel of Sten Studio. We'll be right back. Design Hardware's newly remodeled showroom is where you will find a gallery style space with a thoughtful display of products purposefully positioned to allow unbridled exploration and discovery. High-end faucets, luxury tile, Natural stone, wood floors, and bespoke hardware selections are presented in a holistic manner, strategically arranged to stimulate creativity and transition your vision from the conceptual stage to a fully realized space. Conveniently located, free parking available, stop by to find your inspiration, collect samples, get expert advice, and tackle everything on your shopping list all in one place. Visit them online at designhardware.com or in the real world, 6053 West 3rd Street in Los Angeles. The artistic side of the studio aside, talk to me about the side of the business. Talk to me about when you look at sales, when you look at partnerships, when you look at business development and the actual sales of your creative work, how did you approach that, especially at a time when you didn't really have access, you know, so much of the creative industry, design, architecture, the arts is done person to person to person, you know, through events, through showcases, through collaborative work. When there was no access, 
to that. How did you, how do you, how do you price the work? How do you, how do you get your sales started in that environment? Um, well, I think to be honest, uh, I, I have seen, uh, well, I have made a lot of research in pricing as well to like see where our products could fit better in, in terms of like price materials. Um, so starting that, working with minerals and rock and that most of them can be very rare and can have a, a high value are our prices by default are a little high i would say but to be honest uh, I, I like to make an, an an analysis to just to to put what i consider to be that is fair uh where in the market, for example, uh, last week I was in uh, last week I was in LA and I visited a showroom that wants to represent our uh, our pieces, and he was like, "Hey, these tools are so cheap. You have to increase the price." Like, and to be honest, I was not agree because it was like for me right now in the in the moment we are as uh, as the studio and that we are like keep building the brand and get, getting to be known um i rather that the studio like get attention more because of uh, of the quality of the pieces the 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 materials the aesthetics of the piece but also because it has a reasonable price and it and it, it, it is like what the what the market is suffering right now like i i i i i i don't believe that i have to increase my prices just to be because i'm in a showroom in beverly hills i don't like like i don't know for me that's not like i want to drive the business well let me ask you this then how do you um how do you prioritize the type of work that you do so you've you've got the you've got the unique work the the sculptural uh work that you have that you're putting on the walls like that piece for example you've got the custom work that you're doing with those with the lids for example you've got with the caps rather you've got the lamps at some point scaling to size is also very challenging how have you prioritized and approached which which vertical you want to you want to excel in, in and which ones maybe can wait until later well to be completely honest and also how the business has been driven and how the decisions have been made it, it's been more like a project by project that um every project is getting like more and more ambitious and we also with this knowledge and like uh, uh what we have been able to develop like we get like uh, we increase our confidence in ourselves to like make things in in larger scales and 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 then like seeing what other creative people are uh, are, are doing uh, in design, in art, in like any creative field, like also like inspired, uh, inspire us to like keep desiring to like, to make things 
bigger and create like this concept that we want to that, that we want to transmit. So uh, it, it is, for example, um, we we started the small with these wall installations that that I show that I just show you. But then an interior designer was like, "Hey, I have like this very big wall, um, which is uh, four meters long. I don't know in feet. Wait, it's around." Um, it's around like 13, 13 feet long. And he was like, okay, I have this wall. So what, what we can do. And also like we have another client that has been like uh, sending us like, okay, I have, uh, I, I want to make uh, 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 um, a piece this size. And every time like they have been increasing his size and um, with, uh, um, my project uh, director Braulio, sometimes we look at each other and it's like, can we make it? Do we think like we can like develop it or we can make it? And at the end, like we smile and we are like, okay, let's do it. Let's take the risk and let's see what happens. And like, of course we, I don't want to say that we have had like some failures, but uh, because I don't see it like, like a huge failure, but like, Sometimes, like we see a lot, a lots of uh, opportunity areas. Like, okay, here this was good. This was like not excellent, but we can like uh, increase quality here. And like we are keep learning and and just becoming better. And like I don't know, like the the the, the studio is full of like uh, positive people, positive energy, and it's uh, like it, it's just very nice to like go with the flow and by going with the flow and just like flowing literally things have happened so so it's been very nice i love that so what's next talk to me about as a as an artistic creative studio how you get yourself represented how did you get yourself shown in galleries in new york and beverly hills how do you get yourself shown uh, at at other galleries, how do you expand your profile? And and more to the point, you know, how do you expand this profile? Considering that you know the 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 U.S. is a market for you, Europe is a market for you, Latin America is a market for you. How do you prioritize those markets? And you know, because you're in Mexico City, how how do you get your work out? How do you expand? How do you build to scale? Well. Um... It's like showing in pairs. I think what it has opened us uh, the, uh, the 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 door to getting to the U.S. market. It, it was by showing in in, in the in, in this design fair in New York, and uh, like when we were participating, we designed like the booth. The booth we we had this year. It was like. It was more of an experience rather than just rather just the pieces uh, of the studio. Like we develop a concept, a project. Like there, there was like a, a huge curation. So um, like the people started to to notice more and to engage more with what we are doing, and also like going to events, meeting people, like. Uh, 
like we are focusing in our PR skills, but as you said, for example, I start, uh, I'm based in Mexico City, but like, for example, the, the design culture is this size compared to the US that is like this size. So that's why like we wanted to like, um, Keep in mind, like okay, this is uh, the, the, the this is a bigger market. So then we start thinking and developing the plans and the strategies to how we could reach like these people. Right now, for example, I would love to do a show in in California because in so in California the trend about crystals and minerals is like super huge and it's a vibe. And in New York is starting to like get going. And I'm very happy that in New York we have been, uh, I don't want to be, I, I don't want to say lucky, but like we have been lucky to getting into the New York market. But I'm sure that if we like put our energy also like in California, the outcome, the outcome could be like huge because the trend of like minerals, like they just love it. So um, right now, uh, as as the strategy, I would like to be more um, be more solid or have a solid presence in the U.S. And then I would like to attack Europe. Uh, so, do you uh, um, do you build and house product, or do you build when ordered? Mm, well, we can do both. Well, I, I ask because, you know, that's a big question, you know, for many of the creators that I talk to who, who start a line or who are, who are creating, you know, unique pieces. Do you create, 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 and then take the product and house it till you find a, the buyer for it, which comes with its own unique set of challenges. You know, many designers that I know will will just, they love to shop and they will continue to shop and they'll put pieces in their own house and live with them until they find the clients for whom they're going to specify this, this product and put it in their homes. But I'm curious for you, and because it's a business decision, you know, you have to factor in storage facilities. You have to factor in uh, material costs to build in advance. You have to factor in shipping costs. You have to factor in the time and opportunity cost that's perhaps lost if you don't overproduce prior to selling. So, you know, there is no right or wrong answer. I'm just curious how you've chosen to approach it. Well, we started with, well, it's an interesting question, interesting question because also like thinking in the decisions that have been, that have just happened in the studio. Um, well, like there are some materials that are very easy to have access to that then we could think in like a smaller scale because we are able to get like the material very quick. But for example, right now, uh, I found this crazy golden Calacata marble from the United States that has like the vein that it has, it's like, um, like kind of golden and sand-ish color. And uh, I completely, completely fell in love with that material. And 
it, it was not worth for us like just buying a block. I, I needed to fill a container so um, so it could be like worth the the purchase of, of the material. So now, right now, it's on its way to Mexico. A whole container of this very beautiful uh, material, and we will make like a lot of pieces. Like we have, we have our, our line, for example, the the stools line. It's a line that people really like. That it's uh, it's very easy to fit into any home. Uh, it could be for outdoors or indoors, since it's like uh, solid rocks, and they don't have. It's just a rock. It doesn't have any other kind of material. It doesn't have a glue. Like everything is like um, a stone and gravity. That's it. And um, so that, that's why it's very easy to like put it uh, anywhere you can you can imagine it. But this line, uh, so we 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 can produce and produce and produce. But since also there are made uh, uh, like. The mineral itself, the rock, is completely unique. It's like it can be a line product, but it's still, uh, at the same time, it's still a, um, a, a unique piece. So we have been able to, to, to find like that balance to create like um, la line, line products, but, uh, but, uh, but at the same time that they keep and remain the essence of being unique. I don't know if that makes sense. It does. No, it makes it makes perfect sense. I, I love that. I, I love your work. Um, you know what I'm excited for, and I want to circle back. Do you currently work with with many interior designers? Are you are they specifying your work yet? You know, sometimes it takes a little bit of, of time for creative studios artists to get their work uh, to be specified by designers. I'm just curious if you're starting to get worked into interiors. Uh, well, uh, we, we are working now uh, with interior designers, but we are just sending like uh, the pieces. So we we don't have pictures yet also of where they put it or how the project looks. But uh, I, I think it will arrive at a time. And, and to be completely honest with you, like I'm not also in a rush. Like I rather to to maintain the vision of what we're doing uh, uh, and focusing more about the concept and the pieces. And then if we are mentioned in a project of uh, an interior designer of, uh, uh, let's say like uh, uh, we get into uh, the interior design magazine or whatever, like little by little, like I'm not in a rush and I, I like, to be honest, I want the studio to be known than the studio and that the studio gets attention because of the pieces rather than thinking of ego, of fame, or like, uh, like I don't know. I'm just not like that. That's unique. I mean, that's, that's, that's different. Uh-huh. That, 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 that's why it is called a stand studio. Like, it's not, a, it's not a name because, like, to be honest, I really want people to pay attention to the pieces. So, because the pieces are super cool. I love that. And I agree. I think they are as well. Um, Jose, I cannot thank you enough for the time today. This was so much fun. I love your work. Um, and, and here's the deal. I would love 
when you do start getting images of work in design, I would love to see what uh, what some designers can do with your work. Super, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. It was very fun and it was very nice speaking to you as well. We are living in a time of incredible growth, both technologically and creatively, with respect to interior design, exterior design, and architecture. There is no question. There are companies thinking differently about the business of design and how to make products super serve those for whom they're being made. One of those companies, and one of my favorites, is Moya Living, designer and fabricators of some of the most stunningly beautiful, incredibly durable, and highly functional kitchen, bath, and outdoor kitchen cabinetry on the market today. Powder-coated steel with stunning lines, vibrant colors, to fit any design style or aesthetic. A history of designing cabinetry for the scientific community. So you know it's been tested in some of the truly the most harsh conditions available. Moya O'Neill is the CEO and founder of Moya Living. She's the inspiration behind the design. Designers, their specification process is so simple. It will make your job so much easier. Check them out online through the socials at Moya Living their website, moyaliving.com, and in the real world, their live kitchen showroom in Fountain Valley, California. Convo by Design is more than just a podcast. I'm not sure if you know that. I have spent the past 10 years building a production company and consulting firm that develops brand ambassador programs, CEUs, live event programming, as well as branded content for companies in the design and architecture industry, including designers, architects, furnishing companies, showrooms, and others in the trade. We have content producer talent in every region of the country and can help you grow your design business through brand development campaigns, social media, and CEU content development and production, as well as content consulting and live event programming to help you build strong and meaningful partnerships that will help you grow and strengthen your design business. For more information, message me at Convo by Design with an X on Instagram or email me Convo by design at outlook.com c-o-n-v-o-b-y-d-e-s-i-g-n at outlook.com thank you Juan Miguel loved our chat and I love what you do thank you Convo by Design partners and sponsors Thermosol Moya Living and Design Hardware for your continued support and thank you for taking the time every week to share some time together and hear stories behind Sublime Design check the show notes for links to Juan Miguel and Sten Studio and our social media links uh, also, please keep emailing me with your suggestions and guest submissions, convobydesign at outlook.com. I love them and uh, keep them coming. Love it. Until next week, remember why you do what you do and for whom you do it. Be well and take today first. Mm-hmm.